0: welcome to the he said she said podcast on this podcast kirby and amy hossman will give you a behind-the-scenes look at growing businesses and building brands now here's he said she said hey there and welcome to a brand new episode of the he said she said podcast uh i am one of your hosts kirby hossman joining me today is my lovely bride who got up early today amy
1: Good morning, everyone. <laughs> is it still morning? Yeah. It feels like afternoon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got up early this morning, so that's good. Uh, as always, He Said, She Said is the official podcast of Hassam and Marketing. You can find this and all kinds of content at HassamandMarketing.com. Just click on our blog link, and hopefully we have some things there that will provide you some value. So thanks for listening. Each week, we take a look at a trending topic, our weekly whirlwind. We talk about a lesson that's on our mind, and we give some shout-outs. So we want to start with trending topics. So we kind of talked about what this might be, but I I don't, I'm curious to know your take on this. So this will be kind of a fun topic for us. So um, obviously with the pandemic and COVID and all this sort of thing, we, as a sort of a culture, were forced in many ways to um, work from home. Many organizations, ours, you you know, many people got laid off or furloughed or whatever. We kind of kept rolling and we worked from home. Um, everybody went to you know their per, uh, respective corners and, and kind of did their job. Um, I think there's a trend or, or sort of a, a hypothesis that's saying, hey, everybody is going to start working from home from now on. So that's because they can, right? And a big lots of big companies are, are exploring those options. So I guess I have some opinions about this, but I'd be curious to know yours. Do you think this work from home thing is here to stay? Do you think it's... Um, good what's your take on all this
1: i don't know um i can see it going both ways and i kind of wonder if it's not going to be a cycle i think everybody sees that yeah everybody you can work from home and the zoom meetings work and as long as productivity stays up um, i think that's certainly um, something to to look at I think not everyone is able to work at home. I think that there is a mindset and a discipline that you really have to put in place in order to be effective. And, um, you know, it, I know for you, mm-hmm. it was kind of a struggle. We, we certainly made it happen. We've got the space. That wasn't an issue. But the draw, the dogs were barking. The kids were talking. The doorbell was ringing. You know, there's constantly distractions. So you've got to be a pretty good um you've got to be able to control some of those things to an extent and i Mm -hmm. think that's a challenge um and then i think on the other side of it i think i think eventually people are going to miss working in the offices i mean not everybody some people like that that distance but i think for a lot of people it's a social aspect as well and and i would i think i would miss you know seeing everybody and being able to to chat it up at the at the Mm -hmm. cooler
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. So I I really think it has to do a little bit to whether are you an extrovert or are you an introvert. I think there's been many people I've talked to. I was having um, a 9 a.m. Zoom call uh, with one of my favorite clients uh, this Monday, and she is absolutely loving it. She's the leader of a big organization, and she feels like she's more productive. She's less anxious, Um, and she will tell you she's more of an introvert. And so she is loving it, and it's going to modify the way she works forever. Uh, I, you guys are right. Like, we had the space; everything was fine. It was fine. Me working from home, like, but I don't enjoy it. I missed coming to the office. I created this, this space on purpose. This is exactly where I want to do work. I like to have separation from home and work. Um, but I think everybody is a little bit different. I. This goes to one of the pet peeves of mine is I feel like so many times we are looking for a one size fits all solution for everything. Like everyone has to be a vegan or everyone has to do this or everyone now is working from home. I don't think there's one size fits all. I I just think that it's different strokes for different folks. I love the idea that if I need to, I can work from home. I don't choose to. Like Josh in our office is actually working the first part of the day from home. He's got a computer there that he does design work. Then he comes in here and works on print and some other projects. And he kind of, it's almost like a separation for him where he's able to, okay, that's the work I do when I'm sitting at my desk at home. This is the work I do here. I think, you know, some, for each person, it's going to be a little different. I don't, I'm with you though. I think it's going to be hard to maintain culture Mm -hmm. Um, for organizations. And not impossible, but. I think that's going to be the challenge that will take time before we really see it rear its ugly head. You know, like it that as you said, the water cooler and being able to to chat. Sometimes the argument against that is well, that decreases productivity. Eh, but for some people, it increases happiness, and so I think it's going to be an interesting.
1: Well, and sometimes creativity happens when you get out from behind the desk and walk around and talk and brainstorm and things like that. Yeah,
0: Yeah, totally. And, of
1: course, every business is different because if you're putting together widgets, you've got to be... You know, you've right. got to be present and on site. Um, and then how do you balance those people who have to be there at 8 o'clock in the morning till 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Are the people at home really putting in those hours? And mm-hmm. I, you know, I think from a management um, perspective, might be kind of challenging. Yeah. I suppose as long as you're getting the work done, that's, that's all that matters, but...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Now, now, my pushback to you on what you just said is, like, did you... You worked in an office mm-hmm. 8 to 5 at one point. Did you love that?
1: No, I didn't like it at all. And why not? Because I like the flexibility.
0: And you like to work in the evenings. Yeah. Like I went to bed last night. You were on your laptop. So I think the pushback you would get is that people say, well, I work just as many hours. I just do it. When I want to from home, so again, like I said, it's Thank tough you. to yeah, it's tough to go one size fits all. But I'd be curious to know as you're listening to this, let us know what you, your thoughts are. Did have you enjoyed working from home? Has that modified how you look at your business moving forward? I'd actually like to know. I mean, this is I don't think that we're sitting here saying this is how it is. This is just mm, kind of our not at all. yeah, kind of our take on it. So that's our trending topic. We've seen a lot of people kind of shifting how they do work. Uh, weekly whirlwind. I kind of want to let you lead off on this one, if that's okay, because there's a lot of stuff happening over at uh, your world right now. So you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Sure, sure. I'm trying to think where we were the last time we spoke, but um, we're kind of in the finishing stages. We're, we're um, Of the second floor. Of the second floor, yes. <laughs> we still have the third floor, which is very... Um,
0: I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Somewhat <laughs>
1: depressing. <laughs> I'm sorry. (laughs) And exhausting. Um, But no, the second floor, we've got the floors finished. Um, Everything looks great that way. Just doing a lot of finishing stuff. We've got three of the seven countertops in. We're working on putting the sinks in those. Just a lot of finishing, um, touching up, making sure all the trim is in, which strangely just is never ending. Every time I turn around, I find another area that... Yeah. You know, a closet or something that, that didn't get finished. Didn't yeah, get I feel like on. every
0: time you and I talk, you're either painting trim or putting trim up. Yeah,
1: it's, <laughs> it's, it's ongoing. I can't wait until I'm done. And I can't put the saw away, which makes lots of mess until I get all of that mm-hmm. done. So um, still lots of that. A couple closets I need to put flooring in and um, finishing up the trim, finishing up the countertops. Um, and then... We're going to start staging some apartments, I think. Uh, We had a group, a small tour this morning to just kind of show some um, improvements and show what we've done so far. Uh, Working on the floors and the the stairwells. Mm -hmm. Um, 100-year-old tiles that I would absolutely love to save, but I'm struggling to get them to look nice. They still look dingy and dirty. I mean, they're 100 years old, and they should, but... Um, and they were
0: covered up for the last 50. They were 50.
1: covered with <laughs> yeah, layers of linoleum and carpet and stuff like that. So I, I don't know how the that's going to turn out, but we've got the stair treads on and everything's painted, and that part looks... In, looks and smells clean. Um, so now we just gotta figure out the, the tile. So that'll be figured out here in the next few days. And
0: it was and just to interrupt you for a second, it was cool to see that group come through and see it through their eyes and hear their reactions when they yeah. would walk into different locations. And uh, you did a great job. We took them up to the third floor first. And the third floor is much more, it's, it's much nicer than when we bought it. Right. But it's definitely not. It's
1: still dirty and yeah. kind of needs gutted, yeah
0: uh and so then we took them to the second floor and it was it was cool to kind of hear their feedback and get some ideas from them and so that was mm-hmm. really cool so mm-hmm. um for us uh, we actually have had a couple weeks in a row i mean it's one of those where a couple weeks in a row that were good from a business perspective i think that when you're in business you have one good week that can be an anomaly two good weeks is the beginning of some some momentum if you have three good weeks you're you're on a winning streak, and so um, we aren't quite there yet. But having some of that, where you feel like business is starting to pick up, and it's coming across different platforms. We're doing some print, we're doing much more video, which makes sense because the weather's you know clearing up in our area. Um, so I'm encouraged. I, I see. I'm you know cautiously optimistic based on some of the some of the economic indicators, because I always say that. You know, here at Hosman Marketing, we work with so many different kinds of businesses that sometimes we're a pretty good indicator of what the economy's doing. Okay. Because, you know, if one sector shuts off, we kind of know. But because our we have a diverse client base... If our business is going well, usually that's a good indicator for the economy that it's opening up. And so that's what I'm sort of seeing.
1: I'll be really interested to see how the numbers for June and July bounce out for you for the marketing side of it. Because typically they're slow in the summer. But with the last two or three months being super slow and not a lot of buying and things like that, I'm wondering if it won't catch up when that happen in Mm -hmm. June and July. You know, we don't probably have as many company outings and things like that is mm-hmm. normal but maybe some of that stuff will start to come back as well and just see some of that trending back
0: that way yeah from your lips to God's ears like yeah that. we know right <laughs> that's, that's yeah. right yeah. but I mean, again I think it's one of those where one of the things I said is our business yeah. definitely dropped off but it didn't like go away, mm-hmm. and and there's a big difference between hey we're slow and it's no one's buying anything. Right. That's that's different. And so, um, you know, I'm encouraged. Like I say, for the last couple of weeks, and now it's just hopefully to make-
1: things can, businesses can stay open, and we don't see that second surge of, of cases that shut businesses down because that will be that'll be harmful to everyone. Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. Okay, so that's what's going on in our weekly whirlwind. As always, if you have questions about what we're working on or any any things that you want to know about what we're working on, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Okay, um, real quickly, we always do a lesson, and um, we're kicking around what to do. I actually heard this lesson on a podcast I was listening to today. Um, I listened to Ed Mylett in the Max Out uh, podcast. I I think he's a really good interviewer, and I, and I. Fr- Forgive me, but I can't remember who he was interviewing. Um, but talked about the idea of the difference between being interested and being committed and in the context of goals. And so th- the gentleman was telling a story of when he was a kid and he was in trouble a lot. And he met with this guy and he, he said, what do you want to accomplish, and made, made him write it down. He said, now, I need to ask you, are you interested or are you committed to these goals? And he said, I, I don't know the difference he said, if you're interested, then you will follow those goals until it gets hard. But the obstacles in your life, and there's always obstacles in your life, will become bigger than what your goals or your vision or your dreams are. But if you're committed, then nothing will stand in your way. You're committed regardless of what obstacles get in your way. You will see it through. You'll do anything it takes to to meet those those challenges. And I I, sometimes I think those those kind of ideas are people think it's just language, like you're playing tricks with language. I, I don't think so. Like I think that this building with you is a little bit of an example like this. If you had just been interested in this building Yeah. I don't think that you would have tackled the grant, the tax credit. You wouldn't have like the reality of it is If you were interested, you would have just collected rent on the people who were already there and, you know, put lipstick on a pig, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you've been committed to that, and I see a difference in what the outcome's going to be. Does that
1: make sense? It does make sense, and I think it goes back to your your saying um, when you... Somebody asks you to be on a board or if mm. wants you to be involved. It's either hell yes or it's no, yeah. because yeah, you might be interested and that's exciting. But if you're not committed to it and you don't feel passionate about it, mm. you're not going to put the time into it, and so it should be a no.
0: That's it. Yeah, that's great. That's really good. And and ultimately, it will become an annoyance, right? Because you're not committed yeah. to it. And you'll,
1: then you'll feel guilty and you yeah, yeah. And you'll just be frustrated by it. So hell yes or no.
0: I love that. That's yeah. cool. So so really, the sort of to put a bow on this is you know if you are truly wanting to chase something you need to determine if you're you know you're merely interested in it or if you are all in committed to it um, i think it makes a huge difference in the outcome so um, okay shout outs so you you want to go first go on ahead. this one go ahead. okay so yeah so my shout out this week is going to it's a little bit self-serving it's a board that i serve on it's the opa board the ohio promotional products association so uh, as with many um, event-based organizations, you know, events have been tough. They've been de- delayed. They've been postponed. They've been canceled. I really admire the leadership of Kyle McGovern and the, the folks, uh, Ladonna, and some of those folks at OPA because uh, they're moving forward with several different events. There's a, um, a end user shows where it's a trade show. They are moving forward to try and keep things moving, but they're going to they're they're instituting a bunch of Precautions to try and do things safely. And what I like about this, the reason I'm giving the shout out is that I think that organizations like this that are willing to put them, put themselves out there in hopefully a safe way, those are the folks that are going to show other organizations how to have an event safely in the world we live in today. And so I respect people who are willing to take those risks a little bit and um, kind of be leaders in this. And so my shout out is Opa. How about you?
1: Um shout out was going to be to the um, recent um, Black Lives Matter uh, protest that we had in town. Giovanna Ramsey um, headed that up and Mm -hmm. a couple other people helped her I know with that and Just she stepped outside of her comfort zone to make this happen. And, you know, it was very peaceful. It was more of a, we kind of think it was more of a rally than it was a protest. Um, Just people coming together to support each other. Um, We support our, you know, police as well. And so it was just a. And they were there. They were there. Yeah. yeah. And it was just a nice evening and it went well. And there was, you know, no vandalism or rioting or anything like that. And, um, you know, I appreciated her efforts for that and those who organized it. Um, And everybody was kind and.
0: Yeah, and were so, the there was social for, distancing. They were, bad. Right. They were requ- requesting that people wear masks. It was. I, I agree they with you. They did it right. Yeah, they did it right. And I think that, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, I'm not on this side, I'm on that side. Like, I think that, you know, Skylar, you and me, we attended the event. And I think we went there to go, okay, we want to open minds we wanna, um, we wanna learn. We yeah. wanna learn. That's exactly right. And so, um, but Giovanna is, I think, one of those people who's very well respected in our community. And the mm-hmm. idea that she helped head it up, I think, gave the event credibility. Absolutely. Um, and so I agree with that one. That's a really good one.
1: Yeah.
0: So, cool. Okay, so those are our shout outs for the week. Guys, we really appreciate you guys listening and and kind of taking this journey along with us the you know, we've we've shared during the time we've done this podcast of some frustrations that we've lived through, you know, with the building there's certainly been times where that's been overwhelming. Um, because you know, I think so many times people think entrepreneurship, you have your own business, then you're rich and <laughs> that
1: is not the case. <laughs>
0: um, and we're very blessed, and so I don't mean Absolutely. it that but yeah. but I think if you want to take a journey like an entrepreneurship journey, you just need to understand that there are hills and valleys, there are ups and downs, and so we want to shine a light on both. Um, I'm super proud of the work that you've done over at uh, 539, um, but there have been days that it was it was really hard, um, and so uh, I appreciate everybody listening. Um, oh, I've got something before it, you know to the three people who listen this far in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> naming the building you were talking about, naming the apartment. So uh, we should we should ask for yeah. What feedback. should we
1: name the what should name the building? The original um, building was um, a McDowell building, mm-hmm. um, and it was at one point the home of the Coshocton Hotel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so now the the big question is, what should we call it?
0: Yeah. So do, do you remember any of the ones we were brainstorming the other day?
1: Yeah, the Flats on Main, or mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
0: We were kicking around a bunch of different things. Literally, we, you know, apartments, Main Street flats, flats on Main. There was uh, something we called a condos at one point. So, mm-hmm. like, we are looking for ideas. So if you have any...
1: Throw them out there. What the hell?
0: Throw yeah. them out at us. So, <laughs> appreciate it. And again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to learn more about Hosman Marketing, the sponsor of this fine po- podcast, just go to hosmanmarketing.com, and we would love to help you in any way we can. Again, thanks so much, and we will see you next time.